Hi, let's look at a snapshot of the second chapter from CMA US part 1 with emphasis on the second topic, budgeting concepts. This topic covers different types of budgets and explains how planning and budgeting go hand in hand. We saw in the first topic, planning is the most important and the first aspect of every organization which lays the foundation for the budgets formulated on a yearly basis. Budget in simple terms mean an annual profit plan. Top management develops plans and converts their vision in the form of achievable goals, objectives and objectives in turn is actually converted into quantitative terms which are known as budgets. Budgets act as a tool for providing feedback to management about their performance when compared to the actual results and also act as a control tool. It helps in motivating managers and ensure efficient allocation of resources. When we mention about efficient allocation of resources, one point is worth mentioning is key factor. No organization has unlimited resources, meaning some constraint or the other every company faces and challenges how to sail through in such a situation. As CMAs, we use contribution per key factor. We know that the excess of revenues over and above the product or variable cost is called contribution and the same is to be calculated for every key factor. For instance, if a company has two products and is grappling with labor issues due to which limited labor hours are available, managers are forced to plan their production accordingly. So as a CMA, we need to calculate the contribution per hour per product and whichever is higher, we give priority to that product. There are variety of budgets and the most important for students is to understand where each budget is utilized. Now let's look at each of these budgets. Normal capacity budgets. So based on the normal capacity which is uh, prepared by the organizations from 3 to 5 years time horizon and is based on the capacity of the plant, factory, machinery or equipments along with the strategy of the organization. Master budgets are yearly budgets based on the normal capacity split either on a monthly, quarterly, half yearly or on weekly basis. Static budgets which are prepared based on the standards set by the company. Static budgets when compared with flexible budgets are both mostly used in manufacturing. Flexible budgets are comparing actual output with budgeted revenue and budgeted costs. Continuous or also called rolling budgets allow continuous updation of previously prepared budget by removing information for the period that ended and updated with next year estimates. These budgets are mostly used by startups. The next type is zero-based budgets. Zero-based budgets are prepared from the scratch as if they are prepared for the first time and that's why they're called zero-based budget. This is mostly used by NGOs or government organizations. Next budget type is for capital expenditure, project budgeting is commonly used by organizations especially in the construction business. The next type is activity based budgets which focuses on the activity rather than the departmental budget used in businesses and this is mostly used where business has complex number of products or services. So moving on, who should be part of the budget? Obviously. 
without the top management involvement and approval budgets cannot be made however over a period of time the top down approach versus participative or bottom up approach has been a debate and a new hybrid kind of approach called consultative which is a combination of both top down and bottom up has found way in the industry some of the key words in this topic are goal congruence goal congruence can be defined as aligning the goals of the managers with that of the organization goals the second keyword is budgetary slack budgetary slack in simple terms means extra budget most managers use slack by underestimating revenues and overestimating costs this topic also focuses on costs which are controllable or non controllable let me explain with an example if you take the electricity bill the monthly electricity bill has both fixed and a variable component the fixed monthly rental is non controllable unless we do not want electricity connection while the consumption can be planned which reduces the variable component of the electricity and it is called a controllable cost continuing on the cost aspect we also look at how manufacturing companies use standard costing in preparing budgets standards can be set by five different ways one activity analysis two historical data if company has past data that it can use to study standards can be set for material labor and overheads and finally decide its pricing of product accordingly the third type of setting standards and most famous is target costing let me explain with an example if the demand for a product is around 100 dollars us while the company expects 20% return so the target cost would be for the managers set at 100 minus 20 profit which is 80 dollars now if the cost of production at this point of time is at 95 dollars then the managers are given the task of reducing its cost to 80 dollars here 95 dollars is known as current cost while 80 dollars is the target cost the fourth type that can be used by manufacturing companies to set standards is strategic decisions like using total quality management kaizen to continuously improve efficiency last but not the least benchmarking is the most common you used for setting standards while setting standards for materials manufacturing companies use a document which is worth mentioning here called bill of materials bill of materials contains information about the quantity of material the variety of material the suppliers who provide this material the time which in supplier's language known as the lead time taken by the supplier to provide us the material and all such information is of worth when you study the bill of materials while setting the standards one more important aspect in this topic is absorption costing under absorption costing all the manufacturing overheads are applied to the units produced and are included in the cost of inventory after production is completed in simple terms it's the full load of manufacturing costs absorbed by unit product as we report in the pnl understanding physical versus theoretical capacity and fixed versus variable cost while preparing budgets is very important remember fixed cost per unit is variable and variable cost per unit is fixed fixed cost are fixed only within a relevant range meaning if a machine has a capacity of 5000 units and once the limit is crossed a new machine is needed which obviously increases the fixed cost